You're listening to the Unofficial BattleBots Podcast, recording almost live from the Unofficial Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is episode number 65, the BattleBots Week 4 Instant Reactions and Rapid Recap. Three bots go to 2-0. and We got our first glimpse of that 500-pound monster, and Tombstone did what Tombstone does. Let's get right to it. It's Fight Night, and we are your host. I am Al. I'm Al. And we are a super fan podcast following season five of BattleBots on Discovery Channel and Discovery Plus. We are spoiler free, which means we won't talk about it until it airs. We won't discuss it until we've watched it. So you won't hear about it until you've seen it. Alan, what's your big takeaway tonight? Um, my big takeaway is that Bloodsport's an actual competitor. Real deal. Yes. This is the real deal. All right, it is Fight Night, and this is our instant reaction podcast. We saw three teams basically secure a spot in the yep. final 32. Yep. We got our first look at Chomp. Yes. It was impressive. It was very impressive. But I got some worries. Yep. Some concerns. Mm-hmm. Perfect Phoenix goes down. Yeah. Slam Mo gets their first win. Yep. And we'll rank the fights from best to worst. Yeah. So let's get right to it. Okay. Oh, and happy Christmas Eve. Yes. But it is fight night, so let's get to the fights. Uh, the first thing we're going to talk about is all the bots that went 2-0. and Okay. What does 2-0 and mean at this point in the season? It means you've got a spot in the tournament. Yeah, if we're going off the assumption of what we've heard, that there's only three fights. Yep. And they're may- not counting exhibitions and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just regular season, we'll call it. Uh, if you only get three fights, if you win two, there's a real good chance you're going to make the top 32. Oh, yeah. Um, and I feel really confident about the three teams that went 2-0 today. Yeah. Um, because it's Bloodsport, it's Malice, it's Mad Catter. Yeah, they all, and they, they were three, impressive yeah, when they won. They've, they've got at least one really impressive win. Yeah. And... In some cases, they have two impressive wins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so being 2-0 is is everything. Yes. Everything is. at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we did have one fight uh, where there was an 0-1-1 team going against a 1-0 team. So it was kind of do or die. Yep. Uh, but the 0-1-1 team won. So they both end up 1-1. Yep. And we'll get to that one soon. But let's start with the three bots that went 2-0. and And of course, let's start out with the main event, which was number 10 Bloodsport. Against number five, Endgame. Yes, this was a very exciting battle going into it. Uh, right from the get-go, when we saw Bloodsport's Blade, I got really excited. Because they have a very, very thick blade. Yeah, so they've got three new blades. And today they use that large bar spinner, I would call it. Uh, yeah. They said it was 77 pounds. Um, and then they had that little top plate. Yeah. Um, for, for You called it a stabilizer. I think it is. I'm not too sure, though. Um, so we thought right away that this could be a quick fight. Yes. Actually, we said it would be a quick fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess for the most part it was. Yeah. Um, coming in, I thought of Endgame, uh, Jack Barker and his team, they had that impressive knockout of Tombstone. Um, so I was kind of calling him this year's Witch Doctor. Yeah. Um, I take that back already. <laughs> um, you know, th- this doesn't happen to a team like, like Witch Doctor. Yeah. Uh, but it has happened to Endgame before in the past. Yes. 
Yep, Endgame has started off really strong and then faded away. Um, so they mentioned right away that the old self-writer uh, was on Endgame. Um, it, it's just like this weak little lifter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It um, didn't work last season. Right. And even the, the bot whisperer mentioned that it might work once. Yeah. Uh, but if it gets any type of hit on it, not mm-hmm. even by a weapon, yeah. it was going to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Bloodsport came in. They had that, that knockout of Scorpios. Um, who, of course, we also saw tonight. Uh, but they did knock out Scorpios. Uh, and when this fight started, uh, Endgame was more aggressive, but yeah. there was that huge, huge weapon-on-weapon hit to start the fight. Oh, yeah. Oh, and also, right away, Bloodsport was able to evade Endgame's box rush. It was able to get their weapon fully spun up. That's not something you see a lot from a full-body spinner. No, and it, it was really good, uh, really good driving. Yes. Um. Okay, so basically, though, Endgame was more aggressive, absolutely, yeah. at the start. was kind of chasing Bloodsport all over the arena. Yeah. Uh, Bloodsport was was running away. Yeah. Um, but, again, they came back together uh, for the second big, huge hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and Endgame lost the belt, started yeah. smoking. Yeah. Well, you could see in the replays there were sparks coming from the ground. On Endgame, so it looks like their weapon was dislodged a little bit, and it was hitting the ground. So it looks like that first hit put their weapon out of place. And that's kind of the first part where you can see Endgame was going to lose the battle. Yeah, I mean, when they were getting chased around, you know, I noticed right away that it, 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 it uh, I guess Bloodsport was getting chased around, but it looked like uh, Endgame had lost a tire. Mm-hmm. or something you could see a tire on the ground yeah and it it they they moved weird like they yeah it looked like mm-hmm. they hit something on the on the floor or something yeah. even though i don't think they did i think it mm-hmm. would just finally dislodge whatever it was uh and then they just never really could move yeah. again and I, they you, were kind of not even crab walking they were just kind of spinning yeah. in half circles you could see them doing a gyro dance at one point where half their bot was in the air but before that wasn't there a second collision between Endgame and Bloodsport, where Bloodsport hit the wedge of Endgame and went flying across the arena? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I was I was worried about uh, Bloodsport at that point, because it looked like they could have gotten flipped over, and it looked like they could have gotten hit out of the arena in that one hit. Yeah, I mean, I was, you know, we thought this would be a quick fight, and we were hoping, um, you know, we'd see some big hits. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it kind of disappointed Kinda, uh, in, yeah. in that regard. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it it wasn't a very long fight, but we also no. didn't get the massive hit that took someone out. Like, I know there were uh, two or three really big hits, yeah. um, which did a lot of internal damage, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. But we didn't get that, that, that television moment. Yeah, Endgame's not really a bot you're going to see get ripped apart. Right. So, Bloodsport is really just doing a ton of internal damage, and that's a really good thing to do with a very thick blade, because a thick blade can do a ton of internal damage. Yeah, um, it was, this was disappointing for Endgame. Yeah. No doubt about mm-hmm. it. I mean, they didn't perform the way they wanted. Um, like you mentioned, they tried to get that box rush, uh, but Bloodsport got away. And it was a little, you know, a, a game of cat and mouse there for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and when the weapon-to-weapon hits happened, I mean, Endgame definitely held their own. Yeah, it looked like Bloodsport's blade was broken at least three points in the battle. Where it wasn't spinning up, and then all of a sudden you'd see it spin up, and then it stopped spinning. Yeah, and I wonder how much of that was them just shutting it down for a little bit. Um, But yeah, 
Um, there's really not that much more we can talk about. I mean, yeah. Endgame goes to one and one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were number five in our rankings. I'm sure they're going to drop. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of the same old problems with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they get some big hits, but they're not that reliable. Yeah. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, that was the big problem. I was telling people at Endgame really high on their rankings after they beat Tombstone. I didn't have them too high because I was worried about their reliability. Yep. They really could see their reliability in that Tombstone battle. I think now we can really see the reliability of Endgame. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, two years ago and last year, or two seasons ago and last season, um, th- this was always their problem. Yes. Is, um, you know, we didn't know if they could finish a match. Yeah. And then they came in with the new bot. And before mm-hmm. the season, some people were worried about Endgame because they had a new bot. I yep. was excited about Endgame because they had a new bot. Uh, it turns out, it's a lot of the same. I know that 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 vertical spinner they have is massive. Yeah, it is. And and maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's, yeah, it's maybe too it's big. just too powerful. Yeah, yeah, and they need to sacrifice some of that. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. Yeah, it seems like if Endgame's able to get a good first hit, it is their fight. But if that first hit does not go their way or it's an equal hit, like we kinda saw in this battle. It's uh, it's not looking too good for Endgame. Yeah, um, Bloodsport lost all their little wedgelets. Yeah, um, they they did seem to. It, it looked like they were getting the worst of some of those weapon on weapon hits yeah. because they were flying across the arena. Mm-hmm. But that's a release of that energy. So sometimes it's better mm-hmm. to go flying across the arena than yeah. to get smashed into the ground or into the wall. Yeah, and those wedgelets, I wasn't shocked that they came off. We saw a smaller version of them. Go yeah. off against Scorpio. So when I saw a larger version with a larger bar, I was kind of expecting those to fall off. Okay, so Bloodsport was number 10 in our rankings. Yep. Um, where do they go? I think they will be going higher. Um, I have them lower than 10, so they're going to be top 10 for me. Higher than 10, probably top 8. I mean, they were already 10, so yeah. they're going to mm-hmm. they're gonna move up. Um, I think they jump ahead of Endgame. Yeah, I think uh, Endgame's going to get... Uh, drop maybe five spots at least yeah um okay uh i'm yeah i mean what more is there to say about this battle not much more to say about this battle but Bloodsport, you know they looked really good they they've shown they could be a top five bot oh yeah i mean they've shown they could beat a lot Mm -hmm. of different types of bots now they beat scorpios uh now they've beaten endgame so you know they're 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 the type of bot that can make a run because they can beat all different types of bots. Yeah, I think we're going to see Bloodsport go undefeated because we saw in the face two really tough bots already. It's BattleBots does not usually throw all tough opponents pre-tournament because they want to preserve the bots for the tournament. So we might see an easy, easier bot for Bloodsport next time. Yeah. Uh, just um, a thought. Yeah, uh, I, I'm sure we'll see him here in... If, it will probably be a few weeks. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's move on to the next team that's gone two and zero, and that is Mad Catter. Yes. Uh, so this was the fourth fight of the night. Uh, some people would call it the sub main event. Uh, we knew this was going to be a great fight coming in. Yeah. Um, I mean, going into it, there's a bicycle race on <laughs> who would uh, get the advantage. In the yeah. Night. So that was really interesting because these are two modular bots. Um, they each had to. Conf- pick their configuration and because they're in the pits they can see the other team's configuration Mm -hmm. um so i thought this was pretty awesome they showed this later in the episode uh they had a little mini bike race to determine who could 
pick their configuration. Second, yeah. uh, Madcatter won, mm-hmm. and they ended up both going with vertical discs. Yes. And that was interesting. Yeah, Mad Cather's wedge design is very interesting because the two wedges closest to their... So they have like four wedgelets and the two in the middle are also lifters. I think that's made for self-riding, but that's interesting. Later on, if they lose their weapon, they could possibly use them as lifters. I think Ribot damaged them in that battle because one of them was kind of just staying up the whole time. Right. But that could be very interesting if they go against a bot like Gruff. Um, okay, so let's just, I'll just set the stage here a little bit. Mad Catter came in number 26 after beating Fusion uh, by a knockout. Uh, Ribot came in number 20, and that was after beating Tracer by a knockout. Uh, Mad Catter, of course, uh, that's Martin Mason's team. Uh, they did use the vertical disc spinner, and they had Toolbiter, their little mini bot, which they hope would take out the wheels, but of course yeah. it didn't do anything. Uh, Ribot... Came in, and one of the things I'm always struck by is how massive that bot is because it yeah. doesn't look it big does when it's not fighting. Look big, yeah. Um, but they did that um, that background, yes, on Ribot, and their mm-hmm. improved electronics and how they increase the speed. But mostly it was about the diagnostics and getting real time data and all that. And because I had picked uh, Mad Catter for this fight, I thought yeah. that was bad news for us. Yeah, mm-hmm. because last week they had featured Uppercut. Yep. And then we saw Uppercut demolish uh, their opponent. Yes. Um, I thought that was bad news. Yeah. It seems like BattleBots now wants to do a section every episode. Which is about cool. About an interesting bot. Yeah. So, I mean, Robot was the most interesting bot, so that was their section. Yeah, and it, I, I am learning more um, about the about the, the sport. Bot, yeah. Um, so, that's really awesome. Um, okay, so this fight started... Very powerful. So they both had their vertical spinner configurations. And was it a box rush from both bots right away? Um, it was more Mad Catter. Was, okay. was a little bit more aggressive. Um, but they missed. And then right away, I mean, within seconds, uh, they started going weapon on weapon. Yeah. And, and, and things started falling off of bots <laughs> pretty yeah. quickly. Um, but about 15 seconds in, uh, Mad, Mad or Ribot made a huge mistake. Uh, they chased after the mini bot yeah. of Mad Catter. And by the time they turned around, Mad Catter lined them up for the biggest hit of, of the, the day, of the fight. possibly. Maybe the maybe the night. Yeah. It, um, was, it was looking really good for Ribot at first. We saw them hit the side of Mad Catter multiple times. And I was pretty worried for Mad Catter because it looked like their weapon wasn't spinning up as much. And then just seemingly out of nowhere, we just got that amazing hit from Mad Cat. It sent Ribot flying. Looked like they could have gotten out of the arena. Yeah. Like you said, you know, Ribot did start out with a couple hits to the side. Yeah. Um, and then there was a weapon on weapon that kind of separated the two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, for like I said, for whatever reason, Ribot hit uh, Mad Catter on the side again. And instead of... Going back after them, they went after the mini-bot. Yeah. Uh, and that's when parts of Ribot started falling apart. Uh, and then it started smoking. Then it didn't have a weapon for a while. Mm-hmm. It was flipped upside down. Yeah. Well, neither bot had a weapon for a while. Right. Uh, but but Ribot's definitely went out way yeah. before mm-hmm. um, way before Mad Catters. Like, I, I'm watching it now. Ribot's bot, or be, uh, weapon has probably been out for 20 seconds in Ribot. Yeah. Just got flipped over mm-hmm. on its on its on top. its back top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it was very good to see that robot can uh, drive inverted 
because there's a little doubt about the little top foam plastic that they have. Right. Um, it just yeah, so they have these off. like kind of bars at the top that yeah. help them drive. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't drive well. No. Uh, but they're only using two of the wheels. Yeah, it's enough. It's enough for them to drive. Right. They're not going to get counted out. Yeah. Um, but it also makes those back wheels much more important. Yes. And again, it was a pushing match at one point against Mad Catter and Robot. Neither weapon was working. Yeah. And like you said, when Mad Catter's weapon stopped, um, I looked at you and I said, this is going to go into a decision. Like, how yeah. is anyone going to win this fight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then next thing you know, Mad Catter's weapon starts working again. It didn't look like it was that powerful. No, but just spinning. Yeah, made spinning's it seem... good enough. Yeah. yeah. It was and, able to flip over Ribot. Right. It did flip it back over to the side yeah. Ribot wanted to be on, but mm-hmm. it did show that their weapon was working. Yeah. And Ribot landed on Mad Catter's minibot, practically making it so they couldn't drive, really. Yeah. And I was um, surprised they were able to get off. And it really was because Mad Catter knocked them off. Yeah. I think Mad Catter realized it was going to a decision. So they wanted to get in those aggression points right at the end. Yeah. Which is really smart. And right after that, Ribot's weapon came back briefly. Yeah. I don't know if didn't it was... Didn't do anything. I don't it, know if it was the spinner of Mad Catter hit the spinner of Ribot. So it just started spinning because of that. Or if it actually spun because the motors were working um it, it looked to me like it started it started spinning, spinning okay. again yeah um but i don't know that for sure yeah. um it, it may have just been the uh, a hit from mad catter yeah because we saw that bit. with malice today um when they were pushing each other around there was no real control for either mm-hmm. um no one really uh took this one uh by the scruff yeah uh, once it was a judge's decision, it was pretty obvious it was Mad Catter just yeah. looking at the bots. Um, so they were stuck for a minute. Uh, they did get dislodged, and then it finally just went <laughs> to a decision. Yeah. Um, I thought it should be Mad Catter mm-hmm. right away. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, when it was announced, it was by unanimous decision. Yeah, not surprising. Um, still a little too much WWE for me for Martin Mason and that crew, but I get it. It's yeah. entertaining. It's not mean-spirited. It's mm-hmm. not... Um, hurting the team in any way yeah. so he can do it yeah. um, and, and a lot of people love that stuff yeah i'm, I'm just not a big wrestling mm-hmm. fan um i i love the community college story yeah about how their community college taking on these um technical and engineering yeah. schools uh that's pretty awesome mm-hmm. I, I think they're in the top 32 probably yep. already yeah. um two good weapons or two good wins mm-hmm. uh, they've got a nice weapon um, yeah it's a I, serious spot. Yeah, I wasn't thinking too much of Mad Catter earlier this episode, before the episode aired, just because it didn't seem like their weapon did anything against Fusion and their poor uh, outcome of last season. Um, it kind of put a cloud over my head for them. But yeah. uh, this fight really showed that they are a true contender. So I scored the fight 7-4. to four. I thought uh, Mad Catter got 7 points. Uh, 2 for aggression two for control and three for damage sounds about uh, right that, it could have been four to one for damage it could have yeah. been a little bit worse mm-hmm. um it's a tough loss for ribot it um, is they made a mistake mm-hmm. I, I am worried about durability we talked about it yeah. earlier this week mm-hmm. but i mean they got those big hits and their drives seem to be working well after that big hit and my big worry about their durability was their drive so yeah. that kind of cleared up some doubt for me but their weapon stopped working yeah, I mean, David Jen and his team, um, I am impressed. I don't know how impressed. Yeah. Uh, it, their last fight is going to be really, really important. It is. Um, yeah, I mean, if they win their next fight, they're 2-1. and one. They have a really impressive first one. 
if they do well in their next fight, even, maybe even if they lose their next fight and look really impressive, they They'll could. have a chance with one yeah, win. Yeah, it depends on who, how everyone else in the field And it does. depends if Tracer wins another fight. Because if yeah. there only wins against Tracer who, do, who goes winless, yeah. Yeah. then they, they probably won't make it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they'll probably need a win. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. You're right. Yeah. They could still make it. It depends on how many one and two bots are on. Exactly. Um, I had them uh, 24. Robot? Yeah. I had them 20. I'll, I, I'll drop them a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I'm worried about them. I, I know their yeah. weapon's good and stuff, but um, they got taken down pretty badly today. Yeah, and they're not like this complex design. Uh, right. it, it's very complex when they're driving the bot, but just looking at the design, it looks like a pretty basic bot. Yeah, everyone's got a plan already for Ribot, right? You don't have to yeah. think too much about mm-hmm. it. You've thought about what you're going to do yeah. against and a, a Ribot's pretty. That modular is pretty on their side then. Because everyone has a plan for Ribot, but they don't know what plan they're going to use going into Yeah, it. I guess I just mean no matter which configuration yeah. they mm-hmm. use, you've got a configuration for that. If you hit and this, the, is a, yeah. this is a pretty basic version of whatever weapon they use. It looks like if you get a good hit in between the tires, you are in between the two tires on that side, you're knocking out half its drive. Uh, I, I do worry about the driving mix-up too. Yeah. That was a mistake. It really it, it was, was. I don't know if they were trying like a to spin mistake. up their weapon. I think they yeah. were trying to just throw yeah. that mini bot out and because they did turn around and face mad catter in yeah. time mm-hmm. but mad catter it, it just hit him just off to the center of yeah. of, of mm-hmm. ribot's weapon and mm-hmm. that was it and i mean that mini bot could have actually taken out ribot's wheels depending on how powerful it was so i guess i don't blame them for being scared <sighs> of it but they shouldn't have gone after it right i blame them yeah right. okay um so a great night for mad catter mm-hmm there was a lot of chatter about Mad Hatter yep. coming into the season, um, and now we know why. Yes. Um, so they remind me, um, kind of like, I almost said Blacksmith, but Blacksmith made the Final 16 last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, it was a good season for them, but yeah. I, at no point did I think they were going to win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Mad Catter could upset anybody, Yes. Uh, but I don't think they can win against four good bots in a row. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that um, can so, happen. So, you know, really good night for them. Mm-hmm. They should get in the tournament. They should have a decent seed. They should probably be favored in their first match. Yeah. Um, Ribot, they've got some work to do. Yeah, they really do. I'm a little bit worried about them getting in. Yes. They could end up being one of the best spots not in the tournament. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. And if they don't finish their next fight, it's going to look bad. Yeah, it will. All right, uh, so the last fight... Of the night that was uh, uh, 2-1-0 teams yep. uh, was number 21 Shatter taking on number 18 Malice. This was the fight. I could not pick a winner on yep. our preview episode. It took me uh, quite a bit of time. Yep. I, I even passed for a minute. We started talking about the next fight and then I, I finally ended up making a decision. Um, take I mean, this one away. So the team captain for Malice was on Shatter last season, so this was kind of a grudge match, as the show put it. Yeah, in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. It wasn't a bad grudge. No. Yeah. And so the team captain for Malice knew how Shatter was built, at least last season. I know Shatter had upgrades. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Adam Wrigley and his team, um, even from their first fight, they added some more magnets. They went with their shorter arm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's always the same hammer, no matter what arm they used. Mm Mm-hmm. 
uh, Bunny and her team, they used a little bit lighter weapon so they could yeah, have more it was armor. A very Turns interesting out, weapon. They didn't need that armor. No. Um, but when the yeah. fight started, uh, so one of the things is uh, right before the fight started, uh, Shatter used their weapon. Yep. And their armor didn't fall off. Yeah, yeah. The decals on their their shiny decals did not fall off. They didn't really fall off at all unless the spinner of Malice hit it, which I can't blame them for falling off. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is the the point of them being on mm -hmm. the bot. Yeah. Um, both of these bots are very impressive. Yes. Um, okay, so the fight starts, and there's a couple hits right away, but it's basically even, right? Yeah. And then the next thing you know, in the blink of an eye, Shatter's hammer is just gone. Yeah. And it, we could see through the replays that it basically hit into the middle of that that spinner that horizontal drum spinner yep and that hammer the top the the ed, the whole hammer basically, yeah the whole hammer goes flying off mm -hmm. and was never to be found again yeah and this is why beta didn't use their hammer when they fought rotator <laughs> exactly why this reason right here except i mean shattered they did what they wanted to do with that hit and that was shut down the weapon of malice uh, they just Correct. didn't come they out just, of it that well. Right. Um, so they were swinging with no hammer over mm -hmm. and over and over again. Um, we think they started smoking probably from yeah. overusing that weapon. Mm -hmm. um, they were smoking. It could have been there's like the motor that uses their tires. Yeah. Probably their weapon. Motor, I mean, they're, they're probably not used to, to mm -hmm. using that weapon so yeah. often. I and, mean, because Malice's weapon yeah. wasn't working either, they could just keep swinging it and swinging mm -hmm. it and swinging it, although it was doing absolutely yeah. nothing. I did notice the hammer was going a little bit slower when it started smoking. So it was probably Weapon Mother. Um, they were pushing each other around for most of the fight, uh, probably two and a half minutes. Uh, I looked at you during the fight and I said, how do you score this? Yeah. And I thought this might be the first draw. Like, because mm -hmm. the possibility of a draw now exists. Mm -hmm. uh, you didn't think that was true, and it turns out you weren't. Yeah, well, I think a draw can only happen in the case of a double knockout. So both oh. bots would have to stop working at the same time. Gotcha, not just their weapons, yeah. like this one. Mm -hmm. Because this just became, you know, it before became the match, match, I when the card was announced, I wondered how could this be the sixth fight of the yeah. night. And so I just assumed that someone didn't work. work. But they mm. both worked. What it turned out is they both worked. They just both knocked out each other's weapon. Yes. Okay. So it goes to a decision. Mm -hmm. I thought Malice was the better driver. Yes. <clears throat> um, and so I thought it was close, mm -hmm. but I thought Malice had won. Yes. You disagreed. Yeah. Uh, you thought Shatter had won. Yeah. But I can... And you thought it was pretty obvious, right? Not obvious, but just in my eyes. Clear? Was, yeah. I thought it was Shatter's win. But, I mean, looking at it, I can see it going Malice's way. I think Malice got three points for damage. Shatter got two. I think Shatter got two points for aggression and one point the Malice. And then it could really... I mean, Shatter could have gotten two points for control or Malice could have gotten two points for control. I think it really comes down to what you think control is. So yeah, I'm not I, I mad. think I think the difference was just, you know, how much do you give for damage for mm -hmm. knocking out a belt as yep. opposed to knocking off the main weapon? Yes. Um. I, I I do have to point out that Lisa Winter was right again. Yep. I believe she's picked in every single match that she's been the judge. I believe every time it's gone to a decision, she has picked the winner. At least this season. 
Well, I was saying that last season, so I oh, might have been okay. lying last season, Maybe but I was like, saying yeah. it all last season. Maybe you were saying, like, most fights. Um, She but... does follow us on Twitter, so maybe I will ask her. Okay. She would probably know. Okay. <laughs> um, Okay, so afterwards, uh, Bunny was very emotional. Her mm-hmm. entire team was emotional. I love that. Yeah. I, I love it. Uh, I love this bot. I love their weapon. Uh, I thought they did were really good driving. Mm-hmm. Uh, she alluded to it, but you know, driving against that Omni, that Omni yeah. wheel, uh, those Omni wheels of mm-hmm. Shatter is very difficult. And yeah. I thought they did a really good job yeah. of staying on top of Shatter the whole fight. Yeah, props to Shatter though. I mean, their front was at Malice's front practically the entire fight, but Omni wheels did not get good traction. So I think that's why Malice ended up winning in the control part because they were able to push around Shatter. Because Omniwheels yeah. just don't get good traction. Right. And that was their downfall here. Uh, this was essentially a draw, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but this will probably put Malice in the top 32. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to face him. No. Yeah. Uh, and, at all. Yeah. Going back to the, the decision, no matter who you thought won, I don't think this is controversial. Uh, usually in people, like, if people who think about should have won didn't, they think right away it was controversial. It's not really controversial. Yeah. You could have either about one. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even score this one, so yeah. I don't even know how I would have scored it. But mm-hmm. I just, just again, the eye test. I talk about this yeah. every mm-hmm. week now. It's just, I just look at it and say, that's who I think won. Uh, and that's my opinion. I'm yeah. not a judge, so I'm not mm-hmm. deciding anything. Um, I thought it was interesting that Adam Wrigley and his team said they didn't understand why they lost. Yeah. I thought it would be a unanimous decision for them. I get it. They're being competitive and mm-hmm. all that. Um if they really think that that arm is a weapon, yeah, then that's mm-hmm. a, uh, that, it's not. Yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't have a weapon. No. Uh, so they were just swinging a piece of. If anything, I gave them aggression now. points. Swinging that arm. Yeah. Because your main right. weapon can count towards that. I guess. I mean, yeah. they didn't have their main weapon. No. I mean, I, yeah. again, to me, this is where it gets subjective. Because mm-hmm. is yeah. the arm that fires the hammer, is that part of the weapon? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, to me, in this case, it definitely yeah. wasn't. They were they were creating sparks. And I'm not saying that counts as damage or anything. <laughs> but I was going to say it's very impressive that they're able to create sparks with just that stick. Yeah, I had mentioned to you, uh, I think before the decision uh, was made, or maybe it was right after, but... If you tried to enter a bot, which is mm-hmm. an arm that swung like that, yeah. you wouldn't have made it in. No. It's not an active weapon. Yeah, it's not. it isn't. It's just not. Nope. I love Shatter. I love that team. Uh, bots FC. Uh, I love everything about them. Mm-hmm. I love the ingenuity of that bot. They, I, I, I was very high on them coming in, uh, but I, I thought they did lose this battle. Yeah. I didn't and think it was that I mean, close. when you're controlling the bot, you're probably going to think you won, just because you're only paying attention to your bot, really. Uh, you're not going to focus too much on how Malice is doing. You yeah. have other people telling you how Malice is doing. so I, I don't think it's uh, unreasonable for Shatter yeah. to think they won. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's unreasonable for them to think that they still had their weapon at the yeah. end of the mm-hmm. battle. Yeah. Like it, it was <laughs> probably didn't. one point difference for Malice. Yeah, this was probably Malice. ended up being a 6-5. Um, and yeah. they announced Lisa's score first and I looked mm-hmm. at you and said, uh-oh, because yeah. I had Malice in this one. Yeah. Uh, just for the record, uh, I went 6-1 and one this week. Alan went 5-2. and two. Yep. Uh, That puts me at 24-5 and five for the season. 
Really good. Which is outstanding. Uh, and that puts you at 19 and 10, which is also outstanding. Yeah. I um, think uh, Bloodsport versus Endgame was so... Um, the first fight where we disagreed, and I predicted the winner. That you got right this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that prevented me from having the first perfect week ever on mm-hmm. uh, the unofficial BattleBot prediction show. Yes. Um, but nonetheless, 6-1, and one, uh, that's the third time this year I've only gotten one fight wrong. That's crazy. Uh, it's very close. Uh, so Shatter, uh, we think they'll move down a little. I mean, they weren't on very many rankings to begin no, with. No, they're 19 or 20 for me. Yeah, I, I always had them uh, a little bit higher, I felt, than yeah. everybody else. I wasn't disappointed by their performance. No. No, I, I mean, I that. think they did... Yeah, I'm not going to drop them five spots because they lost their weapon right away. Well, I will because I had them at 13, which is too high. Yeah. Um, And I had Malice at 16, so they they won't move up as much as they will for other people. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I will have to drop Shatter farther than most people do. Um, But they're going to have, they've got that win against Ghost Raptor, Mm -hmm. uh, and they're going to have a chance to get that second win. Yeah. Do we know who they're fighting? Um, I'm not too sure. Okay. We might know who they're fighting. Yeah, but... no, I didn't know if he knew off the top of your head. Yeah. Also, um, Malice's spinner, I really like their spinner. I thought it was interesting. They're never going to use it against a, another spinner, obviously. But against a wedge bot, I mean, that's a really good spinner to have. Yeah, it really made sense with the hammer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I... Again, they, they beat Axe backwards. Now they beat Shatter. It's not the two best wins. They're probably going to get a really tough opponent as their next battle. But a win against Shatter is good. Yeah. Uh, Axe backwards, not so much. But yeah. um, two and one, they're probably in the top 32. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, of course, you never know. Yeah. You never know. All right. Uh, so I think the next big the be- next big story of the night and the next fight we're going to talk about was the fifth fight of the night. And that was, of course, Zoe Stevenson and this new version of Chomp. Yes, I was uh, very impressed by Chomp in this battle, just going into it. Uh, They showed the way it's built, where it's basically two robots with one on top of the other. You have a turret over a walker. Yeah, and it's very hard to make a walker bot. It's unreal how big it is. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then the fact that it used those six uh, legs to kind of walk. Um, a hammer yeah. uh, that we weren't sure how effective it was going to no. be, but it ended up being pretty yeah, effective. it looked pretty And concerning. a flamethrower. Yeah. Yeah. Right away, the hammer looked pretty concerning because it wasn't doing that much damage when they hit. Right. I did find it funny how Gamma 9's uh, lifter forks were bending whenever they lifted Chomp. Yeah. I predicted that. So at the beginning, we... um, and so let's just back up a minute. Okay. Uh, Gamma 9 came in at number 50 in our rankings. They hadn't fought this season uh, they fought back in season three and went 0 and 2. Yeah. Uh, Chom came in at number 34 in our rankings. Uh, they hadn't fought uh, since season three. Yeah. Um, and they have a win over Bite Force. The yeah. only only bot that can say that. Yeah. Um, so Curtis and his Gamma 19, they came out with that lifter. Uh, they said they wanted to get under Chomp, mm-hmm. which in theory, sure. Uh, they said they could lift it. Yep. I wasn't sure. Um, it. It looked ridiculous going against Chomp, if I'm being honest. Like, yeah. that lifter doesn't look very powerful. No. And it, it, it did better than I thought it, it the, would. Yeah. But it looked it looked like an unbelievable mismatch before the fight started. Oh, yeah. I mean, in the beginning when they were testing their lifter, it was very slow. And I was very concerned. 
I was concerned that they had these little forks as they're lifted. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought they would bend. And right. they did. And they did. Yeah. Um, again, but, with, with Chomp, we needed to know if that, that hammer was any good. Yeah. Uh, of course, it was very slow. Yeah. Uh, to start. Yeah. It could barely get out to the middle of the arena. And it yeah. does want to stay away from the walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this was very boring at first because yes. Gamma 9 would not go after them. No. Which, I mean, I guess it makes sense. They don't want to go right into that hammer. Right. I mean, you want to pick your spots, but yeah, I, mm-hmm. it seemed like they waited there, too long. But their patience was their patience was rewarded. Yes, because when they finally did decide to make that move after they had hit the wall once on their mm-hmm. own, um, they barely escaped the hammer of Chomp. Yes, they were able to get underneath Chomp. They mm-hmm. were able to lift it, not yes. completely off the ground, but no, it looked like it could have gotten flipped <clears throat> over though. Correct, and Gamma Nine almost flipped itself over. Mm-hmm. And it almost flipped Chomp over at the same time. And if yeah. it had done that, they would have won. You think so? I think they would have won. I think. I don't Chomp think Chomp would have gotten back. That's a very powerful hammer on Chomp. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we we'll, we we'll don't. Have to wait I mean, see. we yeah. don't know. Nobody yeah. knows. Um, There's but there it, might be a to me. There was a chance that Gamma Nine could have won the match there. Yeah. Um, but when they didn't, mm-hmm. uh, then they had to keep trying the same. Yeah, um, they had Chomp on top of them pretty much the whole battle. Yeah, they were which, able to get underneath them, which I mean, was good. Props to them. They could hold a 500-pound bot on top of them and still move around. That's very impressive. I thought Chomp made some tactical errors um, because they can lift those legs up and mm-hmm. anchor down yeah. with magnets. Mm-hmm. And every time they lifted up yeah. and started to use the legs, mm-hmm. that's when Gamma 9 could get right yeah. under them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it didn't matter so much in this battle, yeah. Uh, but I could see that hurting them in future battles. Mm-hmm. However, let's talk about the hammer because yes. they used it a lot as the and battle went on. It can it goes in a full one eighty. I thought it would have been like a ninety degree yeah. uh, angle, but it goes full one eighty. I thought it might go you know a little bit further than yeah, that, like kind of like Shatter does. Yeah, it kind of mm-hmm. like Beta does. Yeah. Um, but when when Chomp was completely on top of Gamma 9. They could still hit it when it was below Yeah, they could hit the side of it. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, And then they started getting some really good hits on the top of that bot. Oh, yeah. And then I thought they got a kill shot that Mm -hmm. went straight through. Yeah, I think Um, it did, though. Well, it did go straight through, but it wasn't a kill shot Mm. because it didn't knock Gamma 9 out. Yeah. Well, they at the time, they couldn't have been knocked out. Uh. Like, through the rules, because there were 10 seconds left. I don't know if Gamma 9 was moving at the end. It looked like they may have been no, they were. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. No, and in the shot I'm talking about, there was definitely still time. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Trump, the way they used that hammer, though, I mean, the fact that they could be on top of a bot and still hit the top of a bot. Okay, so when they first made that hit, there was about 15 seconds left. Okay. Uh, and then Chomp just kind of left the their hammer in the top of mm-hmm. Gamma 9, uh, and they finally took it out just under 10 seconds, yeah. and then the time just ran out. So yeah. it would have been really close. Yeah. Um, but if Gamma 9 hadn't been moving at all, and it had only been 8 seconds or whatever, damage still would have been done. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, it, it's amazing, because I'm watching the slow-mo replays here, and there are a few times where Chomp was completely off the ground and yeah. completely above Gamma 9. Mm-hmm. I, that was impressive by yeah. Gamma 9, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Gamma 9 did really well in this fight as a lifter bot against a bot like Chomp. Yeah. But 
I, I was very impressed when Chomp was able to hit the top of Gamma 9 while being on top of Gamma 9. Right. Um, it it sho- was cool to see. It yeah. was cool to see Chomp. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still not 100% sold on it. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to do against uh, Spinners. We know they're going against Ghost Raptor. Okay. And to me, that's kind of a... That's pretty tough for Chomp because Ghost Raptor can lift their Spinner and just get over that barrier. Right. But... It's not an impossible matchup for Trump. Yeah, it's not. I was surprised at how unstable um, the arm of Chomp was. Yeah, I mean, so... Like, yeah. it, it just bends, and it flops yeah. around the a other lot. Chomp, wiggles. wasn't their arm pretty unstable, too? Well, yeah, because it was like those two pieces yeah. that mm-hmm. were bent yeah. and so, bent in the middle. Yeah. But I just I figured with a 500-pound yeah. mm-hmm. bot, yeah. like, you're going to have, like, the yeah, a solid you're arm. Have the weight. yeah. And that could just be because of how much power they have in that hammer. Like, there's so much power that it bends it. Yeah. I'm not too worried about its hammer snapping in half. No, no, no. I just yeah. I just mm. expected it to there, be... Yeah, there's a couple times where they had trouble putting it back in its slot because of how much it was shaking. So this did go to a decision, uh, yep. but it was a unanimous decision. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Chomp won. Yes. Uh, so they go to 1-0, Gamma... Gamma 9 is 0-1. Yeah. Uh, Gamma 9, I mean, they were better than I thought. Yeah. Yeah, they performed better than I thought. I don't know if we're going to see them. It's not good enough, but yeah, it's I better could, than I thought. I could see them having like an on-air battle at some point. And this was a mismatch. This wasn't a great matchup for them. No. Um, But honestly, just thinking through, like, who would they beat? Like, who yeah. in our top 35 would they beat? Not, I, you yeah, know. not really anyone. Right. Um. So they, they're... Like you said, I don't know if we'll see them again. Uh, yeah. But it was good to have them back. Um, I, they they were better than I thought. Yeah, they, they performed better than I thought. I thought it was going to be an easy one for Chomp. I was worried about Chomp at some point. I'm still not I'm still not sure about Chomp. I'm yeah. not sure that I'm going to know enough after Ghost Raptor to even yeah. have a good good pul- a finger mm-hmm. on the pulse of what's happening yeah. with Chomp. Um, but. I love seeing new things. Yeah. I love seeing the 500-pound bot. Uh, I, I I don't know how you beat this mm-hmm. bot, yeah. um, but I can't wait to see some of yeah. I have a feeling they're going to try to do one of the bounty battles, and that could be a time where we see them go against an actual bot if they get to the end of it. Okay. So, Who would be a good matchup for them? Uh, Ice Wave. Oh, Just you think Ice, Ice Wave would Wave? be? I think it would be a terrible matchup for Chomp. All right, yeah, I guess it could go either way. Because Chomp could get rid of Ice Wave in one hit. <laughs> Just hit that top. But yeah, I yeah. don't I mean, but I think I th- I also think Ice Wave could get above that steel mm-hmm. girder that they yeah. have. And, and, and uh, maybe they have Trump a configuration a that raises it. I don't know. Yeah. Um okay. Uh so they're, you know, one and oh, and we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. All right, so the next fight we're gonna talk about was the third fight of the night, and this was number thirty-two Scorpios taking on number twenty-three Perfect Phoenix. And this was a huge uh fight, a huge battle, because Perfect Phoenix came in at one and oh, Scorpios came in at 0 and one. Yes. And Perfect Phoenix wins. They're basically in the round of 32, and Scorpios is basically out of the round yes. of 32. So this one had probably more implications than any other fight we saw tonight. Yeah, yeah. Biggest implications. Uh, this was make or break for both of the bots. Um, it was definitely make or break for Scorpios. Yes. 
Uh, and Perfect Phoenix, again, they could have basically earned a spot in the top 32. Now they've got some work to do. Yes. So, of course, the, t the story always is Tyler Wynn. Mm -hmm. uh, he's 11 years old. Uh, Zach Lytle and his team, uh, they needed a win or they were probably done. Uh, yep. I, I think they had Bennett drive so that it was the younger yeah. kids driving mm -hmm. against each other, which was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Zach had all those stories about... Um, Judging and mentoring and fighting Tyler, I, I thought that was a really cool part yes. of the story. Yeah, uh, that we don't it gives often more hear background about. Yeah. about how good because it didn't happen in Battle Mots. No, so I felt like maybe they were shielding that stuff. Mm -hmm. But they started talking about Robot Wars. Yeah. on this episode, so yeah, hopefully I they just start embracing all. I was of it. surprised that they were name dropping things because last season they were like purposely just saying other competitions right and they they mentioned the yeah. bubble bots they mentioned mm -hmm. uh, i don't like think they said, mentioned robot, robot wars. wars yet which is weird because supposedly science channel owns them and they're in the same network well, robo robo games is that what they were robo games that's an independent is that what they were talking about they yeah talking they about... talk about robo games and bubble bots yes okay um okay so they were playing for a spot in the top 32 scorpios uh, they needed a winner. They were done. Uh, so when this fight started, Perfect Phoenix spun up really quickly. Yeah, and was able to evade Scorpius. Yep, Scorpius had that box rush, or they tried to box rush. Yeah. Uh, did not get there. Mm -hmm. That's the second time Perfect Phoenix has done that. They did it once with Extinguisher, and now they just did it again with Scorpius. Um, so Scorpio, there, there were a couple of nice hits at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, but basically what happened was every time Scorpius got underneath perfect phoenix mm -hmm. they controlled the battle yes yeah and perfect phoenix was looking really good in the beginning getting some very solid hits and then the weapon stopped and it looked pretty bad and then there was a shoving battle and there's points in that shoving battle where i thought perfect phoenix could get away with the win because they were able to control uh scorpios at some points their wedge was getting under scorpios and they were able to push around scorpios yeah, and I think Scorpios always has that problem where they lift themselves. Yeah. Uh, so it was interesting because there were so many times where those two, two bots came together. Mm -hmm. uh, and half the time Scorpios got under Perfect Phoenix and yeah. really controlled it. Mm -hmm. And when Scorpios didn't get under them, yeah. Perfect Phoenix didn't really get that monster hit that they needed. Yeah. Um, so Scorpios was just more kind of smothering them and then kind of using that hammer saw. Yeah. I'm more like a hammer. Yeah. I get, it looked like the hammer saw did some damage. I mean, we saw smoke coming out of Perfect Phoenix. Correct. I don't think it was the decider. I mean, we saw Perfect Phoenix's wheels moving at the end when they're high centered on the screws. Yep. But I was very impressed with the driving of Perfect Phoenix. Cause like I said, when they're shoving, I could have seen... Perfect Phoenix winning a judge's decision. I mean, for most of the battle, they didn't have a weapon. Yeah. Um, so it was good driving. But I also don't want to underestimate or take away from Scorpios' driving. Yeah. Um, uh, because was, I thought they did a great job, too. Yeah. Every time they got under Perfect Phoenix, they took control of Perfect Phoenix. They threw him in the screws, threw him against the wall. Every time Perfect Phoenix got under Scorpios, Scorpios wasn't on top of them after a couple seconds. Right. Uh, and then, like you said, finally, when, when Perfect Phoenix did go into those screws, um, it was over. They just couldn't, they just 
nothing was yeah. touching the ground that could mm-hmm. move. Uh, so they just got counted out. So it was a knockout for Scorpios. Yep. Uh, they do go to one and one, and Perfect yeah. Phoenix falls to one and one. Yes. Uh, I thought Scorpios won this battle early. Yes. Uh, and they kept the pressure on, and they actually outdrove Perfect Phoenix. If I, I yeah. in my estimation, they did. Yeah. I don't think either driver was bad. No. Uh, but I did think Scorpios did better. Yeah. And I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah. I was a little surprised at how quick Perfect Phoenix's uh, spinner stopped working. I thought they're going to have that tombstone reliability that we know of. Yeah, it's fairly durable, fairly yeah. reliable. I wrote down fairly a lot yeah. when, I was talking, and, when I was thinking about them. Yeah. I was about to say maybe that hammer saw did something, but they were done spinning by the time Scorpio used that hammer saw. Yeah, you know, they got behind early. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, one time they went flying when their weapon was still working and maybe their weapon hit the floor maybe yeah, or something. Yeah, or it clipped their robot possibly. Something, because it yeah. just it just stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, the bot's okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it's good, mm-hmm. but I think Tyler needs a better bot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, so I think it his, is known his, that this his, bot... Uh, his mom's yeah. uh, boyfriend mm-hmm. needs to step up here okay and get him some yeah. machinery that can win it is known that this bot doesn't have that many spares correct it sounded like this was a test bot for when Tyler. you when you took them uh as your rookie of the year that was one of the things we talked about yeah is that this was potentially mm-hmm. not going to be able to even be in the tournament yeah um or fight a second or a third fight mm-hmm. because they don't have the parts yeah now i think if there are parts laying around the pits that other mm-hmm. teams have that can be yeah. used they're going to get those parts yeah because that's how battle lots is you can buy parts also sure i heard like teams could still go to stores and buy stuff yeah so so if, if it's possible um they, they will get a functioning bot yeah and and, and mm-hmm. the rest of the competitors the rest of the teams will help them try yeah. to, to get ready for a third if it fight. becomes a problem it's going to be during the tournament when they don't have that much time to prepare um you know, I, I think they're eventually a really um, strong competitor, a yes. strong contender. Mm-hmm. Um, but but there's a ways they to go. They need to fix that reliability. If they fix the reliability, I can see it doing really well. I mean, but it's not better than Bloodsport, and it's no. the same sort of configuration. Yeah, it's not better than Ice Wave. And it's the same sort of configuration. Yeah. So, to me, it's like... It, Everything about it needs to be kicked up a notch. I like it, but yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Everything needs to be kicked up. Yeah. Uh, there really needs to be some investment. And yep. you know what? He's going to get it. Yeah. Uh, because when you can already do what he's doing at 11, mm-hmm. you're going to get people <laughs> that are going to help you yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and get behind you and support you. Yeah. Um, so a lot to come for them. Uh, but both of these bots are sitting in the same spot now, one mm-hmm. and one. Um, who knows yeah. uh, what happens. I mean, there's other bots that are one-in-one, like Endgame and Shatter and Tombstone. So uh, you're now in this clump, Ribot. You're yeah. in this clump of bots that are one-in-one. Mm-hmm. That It's going to be difficult to start, start yeah. differentiating. you got to break ahead. you got to win that second yeah. match. And, and you never want to be, be in a must-win Yeah, in the regular season. Mm-hmm. You, know? you don't yeah. want a must-win situation. Yeah. Because anything could go wrong. If you lost your first fight, you have an uphill battle. Um, so that's two two knockouts for Scorpios. Yep. Uh, I I think they'll they'll certainly move up. Yeah. Yeah, um, they'll move up. I don't know if they'll be in my top twenty. 
I had them 31 coming in this week, right behind Chomp. I think I'll move them both up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but there's not that much room for them to go. Like, yeah. neither one of them have a win that's more impressive than, like, Claw Viper. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, it's we'll going to be really hard to yeah. start uh, separating these bots. Yes. All right, what's the next fight we're going to talk about? We have Slammo versus Pain Train. Okay, so this was the second fight of the night. Um, this is two rookies, mm-hmm. uh, both of them fighting their first fight of the yep. year. Um, Slam Mo, we talked about them. That's Craig Danby and his team. He used to be Team Danby. Um, came to BattleBots with Predator, came with Foxtrot. On the episode today, he called them garbage. I don't think either of them got a win. Yeah, I don't think so. So, yeah. Uh, I, and there were parts of both of those bots that I liked. Mm-hmm. And, and had it high hopes for just didn't work. Yeah. Um, so this was his third bot. This is mm-hmm. a grappler lifter. Uh, they say it can lift a thousand pounds. Yeah. I I tend to believe it. it. Looks so like it. Yeah. Uh, against Chomp, uh, Gamma Nine said they could lift Chomp, which is five hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. I didn't really believe it. I yeah. do believe that Slammo. Yeah, I do. Can believe lift a thousand pounds. See a suplex on Chomp. Yes. Um, Pain Train came in. That's Evan Arias. That was an awesome story. They talked about how he grew up uh, in in poverty and couldn't be involved in in robotics. Yep. Uh, joined the Marines. Now he's able to participate. He shows up with that vertical spinner. It's like a hybrid. They yeah, called it they an egg even beater said a at hybrid. first. Yeah. He called it uh, whatever Drum he called spinner, it. Egg beater. Um, Drum beater. He knew he needed to be aggressive. Yes. Um, I, I actually, I picked Slammo. This yep. is a bot I'm slowly falling in love with. Um, I can't believe it because they're a grappler yeah. and a lifter that mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm actually excited yeah. to see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wasn't wrong, right? Yeah. Although I thought I might be wrong. Going into it, I was pretty worried, yeah. Uh, and then Pain Train, uh, Evan made that comment, I'm taking those wheels, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, he even said it during the fight. Like right before it started, he was mm-hmm. like, I'm taking those wheels, baby. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh boy, that's bad. Yeah. Because they don't have to show every comment that they no, make. they don't. Um, <clears throat> I, I think I mentioned in our preview show that this bot has a lot of trouble driving. Yes. And it's very wobbly, mm-hmm. the the test I saw. Yeah, of it. it does like wheelies every time. it. Yeah, and it just kind of gyros back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it just moves in a weird way. Yeah. All Weird the time. Yeah. Uh, basically had no control over it. Mm-hmm. Um, Slammo came out. Good control right away. Yep. Uh, pushed Pain Train into the screws, I think. Yeah. Lifted him up a few yeah. times. We saw them attempt to lift him when they were on the wall. And we didn't see that. I wasn't worried because you can see the walls have spikes. So I think it was just Pain Train wasn't being lifted because the spikes were above it. Okay. Um, I wasn't worried about the power of Slammo. Is mainly just because there are spikes on the wall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they tried that? lifting them a bunch of times, and it yeah. just they didn't have like the right angle. Yeah. Or at least the first many times. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, Pain Train's weapon wasn't doing anything. They didn't have any control, so they got to try yeah. over and over mm-hmm. and over. And then finally, and we think it's the first time. It's the first yeah. time we can recall. It's the first clean suplex. There was a full suplex. And like it a was, full suplex. It was a very clean suplex also. Grabbed him, lifted him, put him straight ahead, straight above. Yeah. And then did the Just, suplex over. Because yeah. um, we've seen bots like Complete Control try to do a suplex. 
but it always, the bot always gets tangled in the arms. So yeah. maybe we saw a suplex where it was like very sloppy, but I, this was very... <laughs> or, or like the bot falls over and it looks like yeah. a suplex. Mm-hmm. Um, but this started right from the beginning. I mean, Mo... I almost call him Mobot. Um, Slam Mo took him straight over into the screws. Yeah. Lifted him up. Um, kind of did whatever they wanted mm-hmm. while Pain Train was just kind of spinning in half circles. Yeah. Around and around and around. Mm-hmm. Really not doing anything. Um, then there was the big smash towards the end. Um, yeah. Where it looked like at least originally that Slam Mo kind of lost an arm. Yeah. But then when we saw the replays, it looked like that's what actually where they actually broke the belt. Yeah, so it looks like when that arm broke, it clamped down on the belt of Pantron. Because when they back up, you can see a belt in between the claw and the wedge yeah. of Slammo. Yep. As if they pinched down on it. Which, it wasn't intentional, but it was very lucky of them. Yeah. And, I mean, that's still amazing that they could do that. Lots of Battlebots' luck. Yeah, and I mean, they were trying to grab them. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. like... They didn't. Yeah, they um, grabbed him in the right spot. I just saw that suplex. It's about halfway through the fight. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, after that, you know, obviously their weapon wasn't moving. Uh, and then they just kind of stopped. Yeah, it looked get, like their they weapon. counted out. It looked like their weapon could have been loose. Or, yeah, you had mentioned that. Yeah. And I wonder if that's just the design of the, the yeah, bot. Yeah, maybe it just weird. looks like that. Um, there was one weird moment where Slammo kind of flipped itself upside down. And yeah, was it, it was backing. It was going backwards when its lifter is like a forty-five degree angle, so it kind of just fell backwards. Yeah, and you know we got to see it kind of self right, yeah. and it took a little bit of time. So yeah. if ever there was an opportunity to to knock Slammo out, that would have been mm. the time right yeah. there. But Pain Train, they just didn't have it. No. Um. What are your thoughts on Pain Train after this? Um, I think if they can fix the whole wheelie thing, like if they can put some on the back of their bot where they don't, where they don't do a wheelie, and they can actually get a good wedge for that spinner, I think they can be really good. Yeah, we saw some potential in that spinner. I this one this one hurt a little bit because um, I, I I want that team to do well. Yeah, uh, it is a flawed bot. They have mm-hmm. to fix that gyro problem, yeah. that control problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have potential with that yeah. weapon. I they think... do. I, I just worry. I I worry about the reach. Yeah, this was. I, yeah, the, the, the weapon's almost hidden. Mm-hmm. They have to suck the yeah. opponent into it, mm-hmm. and that just doesn't happen very often in battle bots yeah. anymore. I think Pain Train's going against Smee at some point. Okay. So that would be very interesting. If they can't drive, that will be the boringest fight ever. Yes. It will. Yeah. Um, okay, so what about Slammo? Um, Slammo, I mean, there's a lot going for it. Uh, we know future fights of Slammo, but Slammo looked very impressive this spell. I don't know if the wedge choice was the best. So did you say we do know some of their yes. future fights? Okay, who? Witch Doctor. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, it's a nice win. Yeah. A, a surprising knockout. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, this is not a crappy bot. No. Like the other two bots he's brought. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was really good driving. I thought they dominated. Yeah. Um, that suplex was awesome. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to have the problem that all lifter grapplers have this season. It's going to be hard for them to win a decision. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, That's been in the front of pretty much every lifter bot or grappler bot in this season. Yep. But the fact that we could see Slammo knock out a bot is pretty impressive. Yeah, and again, 
The suplex. That's all you got to yeah, say. Uh, that's going to be one of the things that sits with us. Mm-hmm. No matter what they do the rest of the season, at the end of the season, we will, we will be talking about that on one of our season review shows. Yeah. Uh, as one of the one of the big moments. Yes. Um, so a great job by Slammo. Um, I, I don't know how much further I can move them up because I'm pretty high on them. I had them at 33. Oh. Um, so I that's don't know. That's probably a good spot for them how much higher I can move them, but I will move them higher. Like I'm just looking at my rankings and the two are Rusty's right above them. And then right above that is Scorpios and Chomp. And then Smee, Ghost Raptor, Claw Viper, uh, Fusion's probably going to have to drop until they beat someone. Jackpot, Ribot, Huge, Rotator. So there's just not, it's hard to move up at this point. It is. It really is. Uh, But I, I have to find a way to move them up because that bot looked really, really good. I am mm-hmm. really impressed with that bot. And like I said, I've been slowly falling in love with them. Yeah. Yeah. I love Slamma. Uh, this is a really good uh, year for grapplers and lifters. Yeah. So yeah, far. It is. Yeah. We had that one Kraken decision, but otherwise it's been really good for them. We got Claw. Yeah. Viper. And I consider them more of a crusher. Yeah. Uh, they want to be a crusher. Yeah. Yeah. So... After Quantum, though, no one seems like a crusher yeah. anymore. No. Hopefully we get Quantum back at some point. Yeah. Hopefully. All right. Uh, so there's one fight left to talk about, and this probably won't take very long. This yeah. was the first fight of the night. This was number 54, Slapbox, taking on Ray Billings and number three, Tombstone. Uh, Slapbox comes in. Uh, they've got a 14-year-old captain and driver, Bryce Yankuskis. I should probably even pronounce that. it better than I could. Um, <laughs> and Tombstone, of course, with Ray Billings. This was, I guess, a must-win for Ray. Yeah, the I, consensus online is that BattleBots gave Tombstone an easy win so they could make the tournament. Because Tombstone making the tournament, if Tombstone didn't make the tournament, their views would plummet. Not plummet, but it would. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much I buy of that. I mean, yeah. everyone's gonna get a, a easy a, battle, an easy yeah. battle. I guess Slam or most or, people yeah. are. Not most cinema. people. Slap Slapbox got extremely unlucky. This is a completely rookie bot, just in general. I don't think it's competed anywhere else. So the fact that its very first battle is against Tombstone. So it's a cool bot. Yeah, they've got that very long wedge at the mm-hmm. front. Uh, works as a lift, or they have two wedges and a lifter. Yeah, the, the lifter's very long and worked like a wedge. Yeah. So it's that sloped armor mm-hmm. um, that can give a, a, a bot like tombstone some trouble yeah we, we thought again with this one that this would be a very quick match yeah uh and and, and it was yeah it was um tombstone knew they were going to go after those tires yeah um, the bot whisperer brought up something very very interesting and in that Slapbox was using rubber mounted armor yes which basically just meant that tombstone was going to tear it apart yeah um, and whether Slapbox believed that they had the durability of duck or not i don't know yeah it seems delusional. Uh, I like that team. I have to think they have more sense than that. Yeah. Uh, to think duck. I mean, yeah, compare yourself to duck. someone else. Just yeah. not duck. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But um, Slapbox came out. They were a little bit more aggressive. Yeah. But then... I will say that wedge that they use is probably the best wedge to use against Tombstone. If you want to kind of ramp them up. You can either use what Rotator did, which is basically just make tombstone hit it head on make yeah. it go flying or you can use a wedge like that and kind of just ramp them up yeah so the beginning of the match um slapbox was more aggressive yep um I, I guess i don't know if they're hits but i mean there were a couple 
coming togethers. Yeah. Uh, that were that were a good. Tombstone for... hit the wedge off a of slot box, so you could call it a hit. Well, that was the thing is that underneath, uh, you know, they went underneath Tombstone kind of, and mm-hmm. and they lost that wedge yeah. or one of those side yeah. wedges, and that just made their armor way less effective. Oh yeah. Way less effective mm-hmm. because there were a couple times where Tombstone got up in the air, and when they yep. get up in the air. Uh, because their own weapon is so powerful, they can yeah. destroy themselves. Yes. We saw Tombstone on that side. A very iconic position for Tombstone. Yeah, it, the third. it was the third time they flipped. Tombstone yeah. basically uh, Yeah, and flipped. it seemed like Tombstone turned off their weapon when that happened, unlike what we see most of the time. Yeah. So I will give them props for that. That's a good call. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point, Slapbox kind of had an opening i don't want to say it was a yeah. real chance but they had an opening well there is a point where they tried lifting tombstone and instead they lifted themselves yeah i don't know if tombstone damaged that lifter from all the collisions that's probably what happened because you have to prove that you can lift 250 pounds going into the battle yeah so it was probably damaged by tombstone if they could have gotten that lift i'm not saying they could have won but the fight outcome could have been different yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm watching the first 30 seconds here again, and and <laughs> I just saw what you were talking about, where their wedge was underneath Tombstone. They tried to lift them up, and it actually their wedge stayed on the ground in the back yeah. end of their the main part mm-hmm. of Slapbox's own yeah. robot flipped up in the air. Yeah. Uh, but then it took out, Tombstone took out one tire, then a second tire, then a third yeah. tire, uh, and then it gave a couple shots to the side mm-hmm. of, of, of uh, Slapbox, yeah. and, and that was really it. Yeah, I don't think Tombstone wanted to pull a Bronco or did what they did against Bronco in Season 1 and keep on going for those hits. Yeah. Given the wedge that Slapbox has, it's a pretty risky wedge to go against. Correct. So if Slapbox hadn't had a wedge, he may have seen more hits. Yeah, and you know what? Tombstone, they don't need to impress anybody. No, you know, like, everyone's already impressed. It's all functional at yeah. this point. Mm-hmm. Like They're all about winning the giant nut. So that was a knockout yeah. for Ray and his team. Uh, they got the win. Good driving. I mean, yeah. they were the better driver by far. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't tell yeah. us anything I mean, about Ray Tombstone. Billings, he's a great driver. The fact that he can just knock off wheels that easily. Yeah. That's very impressive. Um, for Slapbox, um, I, they actually had a chance, mm-hmm. honestly. Uh, yeah. Not much of one, but they had a chance there Yeah, for a little bit. When, when Tombstone got up on its side, mm-hmm. um, you thought, well, if they had a weapon, they could have done something there. But also... When Tombstone comes down, you don't know what's gonna what it can do to itself. Yeah. Um, my big question with Slapbox is, you know, can they even rebuild? Yeah. Um, and if they can, you know, well, good we for know them. they do. We know that because they we know they're fighting Shark Opera and Sharko. Okay. Uh, so we know they one, get yeah. at least a bot back out there. Yep. Um, I'm rooting for this team. I like it. It's yeah. a it's a family team. Um, you know, a team from Indiana, so they're not part of that any of these cliques. Yeah. Um, I, am rooting for them, but they need mm-hmm. better bot. Yeah. They need better parts. They do. It, it's, yeah. it's and the same Ge- story if, with Gemini. If Gemini retires, they could put more of a focus in that bot and it could be a really great bot. Yeah. I mean, really they need to probably take the two Gemini bots and this slap box bot and, and figure out how to build one really effective, good bot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'll be rooting for them, but I, I don't, I don't see much future for them this year yes um and of course for tombstone i mean they're yeah. tombstone and this doesn't tell us anything something to add about tombstone i think ever since Balbot started doing the fight card thing this is the first time where we don't know tombstone's next fight 
Okay. Because ba- we basically knew all four Tombstones fights right away. These last two seasons. I don't think we knew Gruff right away, but we knew him at like by their second fight. Uh, we do not know Tombstone's third fight. So uh, Any guesses? It, which would be a wild guess. It would be a completely wild guess. Maybe... I'm going to go either Uppercut or Copperhead. I'm going to say know other fights. Ooh, Beta versus Tombstone? Yeah. Old school. Okay. Would Rematch. love to see it. Uh, what was the best fight of the night? I'd say best fight would be, in my opinion, I'd say Shatter versus Endgame. Or not Shadow versus Endgame, Bloodsport versus Endgame. Yeah, I thought maybe Mad Cat or Ribot. Yeah, if it wasn't, if Mad Cat versus Ribot wasn't a pushing match for about a minute, I'd put it as my favorite. But there, it there was about a minute where it was just two bots pushing each other who could barely push each other. Yeah, this was an interesting night because there was a lot of good matches, but there wasn't, yeah. you know, those you're those not, wow moments. You're not gonna see. Most of, if not any of these fights in the top 10 BattleBots fights. Nope. Less top we do, 20. Even. We do have to remember this is Christmas Eve. We're probably going to get yeah. uh, a a good sounding card next week for mm-hmm. New Year's Eve as well. Yeah. But it, it it may not live up um, to all the yeah. hype of the first, first week. We know the main event for next week. I can't recall it right now, though. What? That yeah. doesn't help anybody. Well, if you want... <laughs> I mean, it's out there if you want to find it. Okay. All uh, right. It must not be that great. I think it's Hydra. Oh. They didn't reveal who Hydra's fighting, though. They said Hydra is a big surprise. So people think it's huge. Oh. Wow. Or Mammoth. Or Mammoth. Okay. Yeah. Well, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. That's a tough matchup for Hydra. Huge. Very tough matchup. I'm a huge beat Bronco. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, anything to add before we get on out of here? Uh, no. Oh, we took a little bit longer with this one, but that's, yep. that's uh, all right. We got into these fights. This was a good night, not a great night. Um, but, you know, I think the big story is just the three bots that basically sealed, yeah. their, sealed their spot. Yeah. This episode wasn't the worst, but it wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst. Okay. As always, send us your top 20 rankings to unofficialbattlebots at gmail.com. That is unofficialbattlebots, all one word, at gmail.com. You can send that to us anytime before 5 p.m. Eastern on Monday. I think on one of the episodes I said 7 p.m. I don't know why I said that. But 5 p.m. Eastern time on Monday. Um, If you've never voted before, this will be a good week to get your votes in. We expect less votes because of the holidays. Um, So you can have a bigger impact than normal. Yeah. Uh, if there are any bot builders out there listening to this, uh, send us your rankings. Put your bot at like three or four, so it doesn't seem too obvious. Mm-hmm. And you know, get yourself in the official, unofficial battle yeah. bot rankings. Let's go. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, this was a good episode. Yeah, it was. Okay, looking forward to uh, week five. I mean, we are really getting to the point where we are separating the contenders from the pretenders. Yeah, it's weird that we can have a good idea of what the tournament may look like in episode four it's starting to get to that point last season it was like episode eight we had a good idea of what the tournament could have been now it's episode four we're finding out yeah and part of that is because there's so many more bots in the tournament and less fights also i mean last year there were yeah ended up being Mm -hmm. a lot but we thought there were only going to be 16 yeah so that's what we were preparing for that but Preparing for 32 bots yeah. uh, is, is a big difference. Mm-hmm. So, um, Okay, uh, rate, review, subscribe, like, 
uh, send us emails, tell us what we got wrong, tell us where you disagree. There wasn't really anything controversial for us to talk about this week. No, not really. Okay. I know Shatter Shatter thinks they should have won, but um, I I, I wouldn't have been surprised if they did, but I I didn't think it was obvious. Either Bot could have won. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it was obvious. No. Okay. Uh, Well, it's a good episode. Uh, We will talk to you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. Have a great holiday, no matter what you celebrate. Um, And uh, goodbye. Yeah. We have no way to take the show out without fixing it. Yeah. This is a good night. Yeah. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.